0: Good afternoon, thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman's Prophet Podcast. My name is Wilmer Navarro, and I am your host. Today's question, is God leading or you? Today's Bullseye Scripture is Romans eight fourteen. For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. The steps of a good man and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. Psalms 37, 23. So these are the two bullseye scripture. Today's uh, podcast is about being led by the Spirit of God. Have you been led by the Spirit of God? Has the Lord led you in any moment? Has the Lord led you to bring somebody to salvation? Has the Lord led you to sow into somebody's life? Has the Lord led you to buy food for somebody this is the question I want to ask you today. Has the Lord led you to go into a different direction when you were driving a certain way and you felt, oh, I should not go this way because there's, um, I just don't feel right about going in this road? Has the Lord led you to stop some certain things? Has the Lord led you to listen to His voice? Has the Lord led you to pull back and to spend time with Him? Has the Lord led you? Is God leading or you? I want to ask you a question. Why would God lead you if he's not going to show up. Throughout the Bible, you see that when the men and the women of God who were led by the Lord, they were led by God, and they had an encounter with the presence of God. Whether it was a miracle or sign or a wonder, it happened. Jesus, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 and in Luke 4, I believe as well, and in Mark, it talks about it as well, that Jesus was led after he was baptized and he came out of the water, the dove descended upon him. He was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil 40 days and 40 nights without eating. See, God led him to that. There was a purpose for that. God led him into a place of testing. Has the Lord led you into a place of preparation to a place that you're being refined seven times tried like gold? Are you in a place where the Lord is sharpening you as iron sharpens iron and God is sending people that are chiseling you, people who are treating you bad, people who are not uh, listening to you, people who are being disobedient? Is God using these people to humble you, to teach you another level of love, another level of compassion, another level of kindness and forgiveness? See, Jesus was led into the wilderness. Jesus was led by the Father. He would not do nothing unless the father told him to. I don't have the scripture in front of me, but the, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that what Jesus saw the father do, that's what he did, and when he heard the father say to him, that's what he spoke, and how the father led him, that's what he did. So I want to encourage you today: it's very important to be led by God, because He He leads you, like we read in Psalms thirty-seven twenty-three: the steps of a good and righteous man are directed. Established by the Lord. Another version says, Ordered. When something is ordered, that means it's been prepared beforehand. The Bible says in um, the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10, that we are his workmanship, chosen to do good works that he ordained beforehand so we may walk them out. So he ordains, God ordains things, God establishes things, God orders things in our life for a reason. I'm gonna go into a little bit of scripture here. Jesus is the true shepherd that leads you away from the voice of a stranger. John 10, one through five. Jesus, the true shepherd. Most assuredly I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up the, some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. See, you wanna stop right there. See, Jesus is the good shepherd of the sheep, but he also is the door. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, here I stand and knock at the door of your heart. And if you come, I will sit down and sup with you. I'll come and sit down and eat with you and have a conversation with you. And yes, he is the door. Nobody goes to the Father except through the Son. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Verse 3. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Leads them out of what? Misery. Leads them out of pain, leads them out of struggle, leads them out of sin, leads them out of the lies of the enemy, the deception of the enemy, leads them out of a place of despair, depression, sadness, affliction, addiction. He leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. See, he was a forerunner. Forerunner means someone who's gone before you to prepare to do something. It's like kind of like a pioneer, trendsetter, somebody is doing something new that's never done before to prepare other people. He goes before them. And the sheep follow him. See, in order for you to be led by God, you have to let him lead so you can follow. You have to follow. Many times Jesus told the disciples that he would meet, he said, Follow me. Say bye to your family. Follow me. And the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Do you know his voice? Do you know the voice of the true shepherd, of the good father, of the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace, the ancient of days, the rock of ages, the almighty, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God? Do you know the voice? of the I am that I am, the great I am? Do you know the voice of the one who calls you by name? The one who has inscribed your name in the palm of his hand? Do you know the voice of the one who's called you many times and tells you, go this way, slow down. You're going too fast. You're going ahead of me. You think you know what you're doing, but you need to wait on me. See, when God leads you, he will tell you either to go ahead, move forward. He'll tell you to wait, or he'll tell you not yet or no. Because God knows what's up ahead. There's times that God will cause. I'm just flowing as the Spirit of God leads me here, people of God. Anybody who's listening to, thank you for tuning in. See, there's many times that the Lord will lead you to go to even into traffic. And he leads you into traffic because you might be driving your car and you're in the middle of a traffic because he knows what's up ahead. And it's that traffic that protects you from accidents up ahead. And it's the angels of God that move behind the scenes that you did not know what. The Bible says it gives his angels charge to keep you in all of your ways, people of God. Verse five says in, in John 10, verse five, yet, they will by no means follow a stranger but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers let me stop real quick see you know the voice of the true shepherd you're not going to follow the voice of a stranger see when you follow the voice of a stranger is the voice of danger see when you're told when you're a child don't listen to strangers don't follow strangers don't talk to strangers who is the stranger in this? The stranger is a voice that brings deception, a voice that brings confusion, a voice that brings distraction, a voice that brings fear, brings that, a voice that brings hopelessness, despair, and depression, and condemnation, and guilt, and shame. It is the voice of your enemy. But you don't have to worry about your enemy. You know why? Because in the cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ, 2,000-something years ago, he died, resurrected on the third day. And he disarmed all principality, authority, and dominion. And he made a public spectacle of your enemy, the accuser of the brethren known as Satan. Keep moving forward. All right, let's continue. John ten twenty seven and 30. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. Do you know him? Does he know you? My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. See, greater than all is he who is in you than he was in the world greater than all is the holy spirit that is in you if you have been if you have been born again of spirit and not of flesh and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand verse 30 i and my father are one what am i saying to you today If you are being led by the Spirit of God, if you are being led by the steps that have been ordered by God, the enemy cannot snatch you away. The enemy cannot remove you from the purpose and the plan of God because you know His voice. You hear His voice and you follow Him because you have an intimacy, just like Jesus said, I and my Father are one. You and Jesus are one. You and the Father are one. Because when you see the Son, Jesus, you see the Father. Mm. People of God. In order for you to be led by God, you have to know his voice. Isaiah 58 and 11. The Lord will guide you always. The Lord will guide you always. Are you allowing him to? Isaiah 58 and 11. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and he will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. See, Jesus said in John chapter four, when the disciples wanted him to eat, but he was fasting and he says to them, don't you know that my food and my nourishment is to do the will of the one who sent me and finish it or accomplish it. See, when you do what God has called you to do as he leads, you're going to have peace. You're going to have joy. Um, You're going to be in a place of contentment. You, you know that you are, that that scripture comes to mind in Mark 1 11, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and well done, my good and faithful servant. That's another scripture that comes to mind because you know that you have done what pleases God because you're here to please God, not man. See, if you're pleasing God, you cannot please man. I don't know why the Lord has me here real quick. See, he's leading me. If you're pleasing God, you cannot please man. You cannot please everybody. You cannot please everybody's desire. You cannot please everybody's um, wants and visions. And you have to do what the Lord has called you to do. I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight, but you have to do what the Lord has called you to. You, if you're pleasing man, you're not pleasing God. It's better for you to be obedient to God. God delights more in obedience than in sacrifice. He wants obedience, and not sacrifice you you understand what I'm saying be obedient to God see you cannot let the fear man be a snare in your life because when you fear the Lord you will walk in wisdom when you fear the Lord you will walk secure when you fear the Lord you will walk in integrity when you fear the Lord the Lord will guide you when you walk in that integrity the Lord will guide you you have nothing to worry about I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight the Lord is shifting me as I'm doing this right now you cannot please everybody if you end up pleasing everybody, you will go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You will go crazy. The only one you're supposed to be pleasing, first and foremost, is God. Huh? Come on. Yes, and the other people you serve, you love. The way you serve, you love. The way you love is by serving. Ministry. The word ministry has to do with serving one another. But you can't please everybody. You're not, uh, you're not God. God is everywhere in all times, and every moment, every second. He sees it all. He knows it all. And he hears it all. But you are not God. You can only do what the Lord has you to do, with the strength He gives it to you to do. You have to do it in the might the Lord gives it to you, the wisdom He gives it to you, the knowledge and the understanding he gives it to you. And that very moment, you gotta take the most of the opportunity because He's redeeming the days, redeeming the time for such a time as this. God is redeeming the time, people of God. And I heard different prophets talk about that. Let's go to John sixteen thirteen. I don't know why the Lord just had me go there, but. Praise God. John 16, 13 says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on His own. He will only speak what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. Let's break this down. When the Lord leads you, it's going to be by the Spirit of truth. Never the spirit of error, never the spirit of deception, never the spirit of confusion. Where God guides, He provides. Where God shows you where to go is because there's somebody who's gonna need what you have for them what you carry what has been deposited to you in secret when you're praying and fasting and worshiping and praising and the Lord poured himself into you come on people of God and and your cup is running over other people need it so but when he which is referring to the Holy Spirit the spirit truth comes he's gonna come not just upon you but within you he will guide you into all truth the Lord will guide you into the truth of a matter. The Lord will guide you into the root of a matter. The Lord will guide you into what is the spirit behind the situation? What is going on with that individual? Why are they sad? Why are they mad? Why are they depressed? Are they, do they have open doors? Is the enemy attacking them? Are they going through a war? What's going on in their lives? God is gonna teach you and lead you in all, all truth. And he's not gonna speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. So you can only speak what God has you to speak. And even in that, when the Lord's going to have you, He's going to lead you, maybe to evangelize or to minister to somebody, to share the gospel with somebody. He's going to have you speak what He has you to speak. You're going to hear His voice. You're going to be in tune with His Spirit. You're going to be in tune with the still, small voice of God and that knowing of God, that certainty and that conviction. See, you are an individual, a son and a daughter of God of conviction. Conviction of God. Not conviction of man, conviction of God. For faith, now faith is the things, the evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, right? The, the, or the, another version says conviction of things not seen. So you have a conviction of that, and that's faith. And when you're being led by God, you are moving by faith, people of God. Remember, you're not going to speak on your own. So you don't have to worry what you're going to say. God will tell you what to say. As you start to have a conversation with somebody, as you're going to have an icebreaker, which I go into that at, at the, uh, in the end, I have some, some uh, bullet points that God gave me when I was preparing this message today. He will only speak what he hears? Are you being led in that? Are you only speaking what God has you to speak? Or are you speaking more than you're supposed to? Hmm. Who am I speaking to today? Speak what God has you to speak because what you speak is going to minister and bless somebody's life as the Spirit of God, the Bible says in 1 Peter four eleven that if anyone speak, let him speak as the oracles of God, or speak in the very words of God. That as you speak, it's not going to be you who speaks, but the Holy Spirit is going to speak through you. Where it's going to be that double edged sword that penetrates the bone and the marrow and discerns the intentions and the thoughts of men, and it divides the soul asunder, and the creature will not be hidden, like it says in verse thirteen of of Hebrews chapter four, verse thirteen. It says that the creature will not be, remain hidden; nothing will remain hidden. God will bring it out to the light through the word of God, there is exposure, What through the word of God, God reveals the heart of people, God reveals what's in the heart of people, because it's a sword, it's a sword to cut, it's a sword to prune, it's a sword, mm, it's a sword to divide, it's a sword, come on people of God, the Bible says it, the word of God, yet to be rightly dividing the word a truth, a work of the Lord, not needing to be ashamed, come on, and then it says here, and he will tell you what is yet to come, when you're being led by the spirit of God and he's leading you, it's very important that you understand that whatever God has you to do, you got to be in tune, you got to be discerning, you got to be alert. You got to have your, your senses ready because God might tell you, you got to go, you got to move because he's protecting you from danger. If you have a, a, a this check in your spirit or you have this, this check in your gut, you feel something not right in that moment, you got to go, you got to move because you cannot stay in the place for too long. I've experienced that, and I will, share, I will share about that. It's very important that we're led by the Spirit of God because God knows what He's protecting you from. He knows what dangers up ahead. So follow that check in your spirit. It could be about somebody. It could be a, about some place or something. You got to follow that check. When you have that check in your spirit, you trust it because God don't lie. Let all men be liars and God be true. God speaks through the details and instructions. Psalms 32 and 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye. I think I shared a scripture as a bullseye scripture in the chapter before, but the Lord led me to bring in this chapter. Because see, when you are being led by God, He's going to instruct you. God speaks in basic instructions. I'm giving you a testimony. I remember one day I was in praise and worship, and the Lord told me, He said, I want you to go to Starbucks. And I said, Lord, I, me, I personally, uh, I don't like coffee. The Lord says, it's not about you. It's not about you. Okay, he's like, and then I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm gonna go to Starbucks. So I start walking to Starbucks, and I'm like, Lord, what, what would I drink at Starbucks? And he's like, um, well, drink a vanilla bean. You like vanilla bean, so, you know. So I'm in Starbucks, and I'm ordering a vanilla bean, and I'm waiting there, and as I'm waiting there for the vanilla bean, I'm like, Lord, How long are you going to have me here waiting? He's like, be patient. See, when you're being led by the Spirit of God, you got to be patient. You cannot be in a hurry. You have to be in tune, in step, synchronized, moving, in rhythm with the Spirit of God. As much as led by the Spirit of God, those are the what? The sons of God. So you got to be so in tune with the Spirit of God. So I was waiting, and the Lord had me waiting there. And then I see my brother's friend. This young man that I I met through my brother, turns out that he was going to the military and um, he got his uh, girlfriend pregnant. And he wanted to actually give his life to the Lord. You see how important it is to be led by the Spirit of God, not by our emotions, not by our desires and wants and longings. See, I told God I don't like Starbucks, but God had a purpose for me to minister to somebody because that day that young man gave his life to the Lord his girlfriend gave his life to the Lord and guess what they dedicated that baby that was not yet born and they already gave it a biblical name they named him Jonah see god has a purpose when he leads you god when god ever leads you is because he's going to show up it's because somebody's going to have an encounter it's never 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 about you it's about others So he's going to instruct you. He's going to teach you. He's going to give you strategy. God will give you strategy how to evangelize, how to talk to somebody, how to introduce yourself, what to say, what not to say. You know, God's going to tell you what to say in that moment and you don't got to worry about what you're going to say in that moment. God's going to flow through you and God's going to minister through you. He's going to tell you what to say in that moment. People of God, in the way you should go, he said, I will counsel you with my loving eye. You got to know that when God is leading you, he you love him because he first loved you. He loves you so he because he loves you he's going to lead you. Um next part is when you hear his voice, he will tell you what direction to go to. And I'm going to go into Isaiah 30 verse 21. It says, "Your ears will hear a word from behind you. This is the way, walk in it." Whether you turn to the right or to the left. So I want to share that real quick. When you hear the voice of God, you gonna, your ears will hear a voice from behind you. Has that ever happened to you? You hear from God, I want you to go here. Maybe you might get a picture of somebody or an impression. Somebody's face might pop up in your heart or in your mind. Somebody's face or, or a name might pop up like, I need to call this person. I need to reach out to this person or I need to go to this place. God might might lead you. So God, your ears will hear. You will hear. You might hear a name. You might hear a place. You might hear a thing, or you might hear a word that God's gonna have you to research and everything. He's always going to lead you, but you gotta be in tune with His Spirit to hear what He's saying to you in that very moment. You gotta know that He's speaking to you, and that He will never lead you wrong. It says your ears, not just one ear. See, He gives you God gives us two ears so we can hear twice as more, and one mouth so we can speak. Less, your ears will hear a word behind you. That means that when he's leading you, he's gonna speak to you from a perspective that he's already seeing what's what's ahead. Because if he's in front, he could see what's up ahead. But if he's behind you, you can see as well, like somebody with binoculars, right? Think about that. Because I I learned this when a sniper is. This is one of the reasons why I named this podcast. Marksman prophet because it's not about so much of a, the accuracy and the precision when it comes to the things of God or, or prophecy or, or walking in the will and purpose of God with me. It's more about learning the lessons that I can share with others, the experiences that I share with others so they can get more in tune and they could get, go back to God and they're like, oh Lord, I missed it. I made a mistake. Like the Bible says, the right man falls seven times. He gets back up. I don't know who I'm speaking to today. The Lord wants me to tell you, Get back up. Get back in the game. Get back in the fight. God is with you. God is for you. The blood of Jesus has cleansed you. He has separated your sins as far as the east is to the west and thrown into a sea of forgiveness where he chooses to remember no more. The Bible says that once you were red as scarlet, but now you are white as snow. And he has given you new garments. He removed those filthy garments and he's poured his spirit on you. I don't know what I'm speaking to tonight, today, but I just want to encourage you today. God knows what direction you need to go to. There's somebody who's listening to me, listening to me today. You're asking for direction. You're asking for direction in a season, of transition that you are in. For many are in a season of the multitude of decisions. And you're asking for a direction. And God says, listen to my voice. I'm speaking to you. Do not be afraid of the faces of men. Do not be afraid of what people say to you. I will never lead you wrong. For I always guide. I always provide. I'm always by your side. I am inside you. Okay? Remember, your ears will hear a word or a voice behind you. This is the way. What does it say? Walk in it. That means... Faith without works is dead. You have to walk in it. You cannot just only have faith And The Bible says, you have faith, show me your works. You have works, show me your faith. Because faith without works is dead. See, see this is the way walking is not just hearing what way to go, the direction to go. But God wants you to walk it out. God wants you to walk out your faith like Peter. He said, come. And Peter walked on water. Okay. Let me show these points right here. And I'm almost done here. God is in the details. Discern what to do. God speaks through signs colors, numbers, as you are being led. There's, You might be in the highway and you see a sign and God's going to speak to you through a sign or a certain color that you identify with or a number or a face or, or, or it could be a celebrity. God knows how to speak to you as you're being led by His Spirit. He's going to put in your heart, He's going to put a sign. He might tell you go to Walmart. He might tell you to go to McDonald's. I remember in my pastor he would tell me to, this when I lived in New Jersey, he would tell me to go to McDonald's a lot. He will, he will tell me to go to, to Walmart a lot. He will lead me to, uh, you know, he would lead me to different places and every time it would not fail because God is leading you. When, when God leads you, you're not going to fail. You know, and you got to be in step with the timing of that too, people of God. Okay, God will lead you to wear certain attire or items so it can be an icebreaker to introduce Jesus. That's happened to me many times. I will ask the Lord, Lord, what you want me to wear, and the Lord told me, I want you to wear this shirt with an eagle. I want you to wear this shirt with a with a scripture. I want you to wear this chain, and and this would be would, would use God would use to be like a, a, a like a light is to mosquitoes, right? The mosquitoes are attracted to light and people were drawn to what I'm wearing. They're like, oh my God. And, and they're drawn to what I'm wearing and God will have me wear specific colors. And God will also use certain colors of somebody or uh, on their shirt or, or the graphics that they had for me to prophesy to them or release the word of the Lord to them. I want to encourage you today. Next part. In order for God to lead you, you have to die to self. You will do things by faith and not logic. This is very something very important. When God... Is going to lead you. You cannot you can't it's not about you, it's about others. And I have that part that point down here. But you have to die to yourself. Your flesh cannot be in the way. Your logic, your reason cannot be in the way because God is instructing you in what to do. He's going to give you strategy. He's going to give you a blueprint. And, he, and um, he's going to, sometimes he might not even tell you anything. He just wants you to walk. And as you start walking, he's going to tell you, go here, go left, go right. Uh, I want you to take a bus. You even might have a car. This happened to a brother in Christ, somebody that I'm mentoring. And, and you know, the Lord had him leave his car at home so he may walk to certain destination for a divine encounter are you willing to let your car go? Are you willing to get on a bus? Are you willing to get on a bike? Are you willing to get on a donkey, a horse? I don't know what it is. But are you willing to let the Lord lead you in the sense that you got to die to yourself? Nobody, you, you the Bible says you got to deny yourself, carry your cross and follow him daily. Okay, next part. When God leads you, you will look like a fool in the eyes of man, but not God. You are being obedient to God. See, faith is obedience to God. But the other individual, whoever sees you, they won't understand because you're just being obedient to God. So you might look like a fool in the eyes of man because you're doing something that is unusual, is uncommon. But God is using that so you can minister to somebody. I've heard of testimonies of people doing some radical things like spinning, doing cartwheels and dancing. And God has them do them. And certain people, there's people out there who do not know God. There's some people going to listen to this that might not know God. and, 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 And God uses a sign. He makes you to be a sign and a wonder to an unbeliever, and he might have you clap your hands out of nowhere. And you're clapping your hands, and that person was asking, "God, if you're real, I want you to, I want somebody to clap their hands right now." Like, "God, if you're real, I want somebody to do a cartwheel right now, a backflip. I want somebody to to bring a painting of something, and 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 they ask something very specific. And your obedience will bring people to salvation because you're being a sign and a wonder when you die to yourself and you're being led by His Spirit. Who am I speaking to tonight? Hmm. Next part, pay attention to your surroundings, what you're seeing, hearing, feeling, knowing, and craving. Yes. What are you hearing? What sounds are you hearing? What music are you hearing? God might lead you to a place where there's certain music is playing. God might lead you to a feeling you might have with, like, oh, I'm feeling this concerning this person. Or a knowing like that certainty of that conviction or craving. God would use McDonald's. I remember God how many God would use McDonald's with me many times in my past, McDonald's, Wendy's, different places and 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 I remember one day I sat down with the Lord and I'm like, "Lord, where do you want me to go?" And the Lord told me, I wrote down I wrote down McDonald's, a person's hair, black hair, the description of the person, and I'm like, "Lord," and I waited. I had to wait for that person. And I when I met that person, I gave that person that paper. I'm like, "Said, God loves you so much that he described you where you're going to be at in this very moment." And the Lord brought you here. I don't know what you need, but I just want to pray for you. I just want to tell you that God loves you. And I never forget that. Next part. Yes, God sometimes will use your stomach to lead you to a divine encounter for someone else. So sometimes God's going to use your stomach. God might give you a craving for McDonald's, Taco Bell. I don't know. God might give you a craving for Applebee's. And, and, and he's actually setting you up to bless somebody, to share the gospel, to plant a seed, to water a seed. Because God's going to bring the increase. Being led by God is never about you, it's about others, which I've been saying that throughout the whole thing. Who need what you bring. What you have. Remember what did Peter said. Silver and gold I have not, but what I have I give to you. Get up in the name of Jesus. Remember this. Bless is you who comes in the name of the Lord. You're coming in the name of the Lord. You are an ambassador. The Lord has sent you. And he has equipped you for that task in that moment. You are already blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. And you already have a power and authority to trample snakes, scorpion and over all the power of the enemy. See, when you know your love, you have nothing to fear. God's perfect love drives all fear. See, many people do not understand you have to let the Lord love on you. Not just you loving on God, but let God love on you. And when God loves on you, he's going to shed his love abroad in your heart. And you're going to be able to love others without fear or intimidation or judgment. God wants many of you to love before judging. I don't know who I'm speaking to today. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. When you have a pure heart, you will see God in everything and everyone. When he leads you, you will not understand where you're going, but you will have to understand where you are going is where he's leading you. You hear that? When he leads you, you will not understand where you're going, but you have to understand where you're going is where he wa- he's leading you. God puts his will into act in you to fulfill his purpose. Philippians 2 and 13, that's a scripture. God's going to put the will, the desire, the longing, the want, and the act, the how to do it, to fulfill his purpose. So he's going to lead you. And I just want to share this scripture to close out. God leads us in the way of peace. Luke 1, through 79. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest. For you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare His ways, to give knowledge of salvation to His people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God with which the day from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I hope this podcast blessed you today. My name is Wilmer Navarro. Thank you for tuning into the Marksman Prophet. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye.